0: to this edition of the John and Leah Show. This is the program where we get together each and every Sunday. We talk about the news of the week, the events of our sometimes bizarre lives. We do so in an entertaining, informative, and unique fashion. My name is John Ziegler. It wouldn't be the John and Leah Show without Leah Brandon. How are you this evening, Leah?
1: Oh, I'm doing just fine.
0: As is, I'm sure, most people, or as are most people in uh, Alabama from where you're broadcasting after a... A huge victory by the Alabama Crimson Tide last night against uh, LSU in what was really the biggest, uh, some consider the biggest uh, football game in college football so far this year. Uh, it now appears that uh, because of a miracle in the Arkansas <laughs> old Miss game, and, I, and it's the fourth consecutive week in this crazy college football season where we've had a major game end under utterly bizarre circumstances. <laughs> I mean, not just a little bit of bizarre. I'm talking about like once-in-a-lifetime bizarre. Uh, but um, because Old Miss lost to Arkansas and because uh, Alabama crushed LSU, they are now fully in control of their own destiny to win the SEC as well as get to the playoffs, and win the national championship. That's Uh, where we're going. Well, that's what it looks like based upon last night. You know, it's funny. For weeks now, I've been saying we're headed for chaos when it comes to figuring out the final four teams for the college football playoff. And I said, the only thing that makes me think that there might not be chaos is it's so obvious that there will be. Well, suddenly... Almost everything is straightened out in one week. I mean, it's unbelievable. We've gone from total chaos to now, barring some sort of major upset, I mean, talking huge upset, we basically know who the four teams are going to be. it's go- right. It's going to be Alabama, Clemson, mm-hmm. um, and in Ohio State unless they lose, or maybe Iowa if Ohio State loses to Iowa in the Big Ten championship game. And then the winner – of Stanford and Notre Dame. Stanford and Notre Dame play in a couple weeks. Whoever wins that game will be the fourth the fourth choice for the college football playoff. Now, granted, there are theoretical possibilities that could screw that scenario up. And, you know, judging from the way this crazy season has gone, that probably will happen. But at least on paper, you can make a very strong argument that those three teams plus the winner of Stanford-Notre Dame are going to be your four teams. And you know that's a hell of a final four I mean actually it's a really good final four if Stanford gets in over Notre Dame because I don't trust Notre Dame to not to not uh, lay a big old egg uh,
1: exactly
0: uh, in, a, in a big game like that because they've been overrated they're always always all inha-
1: the time they're inherently
0: yep. overrated because they're Notre Dame and this is coming right. from a guy who grew up as a humongous Notre Dame football fan but anyway right. i w- I was happy for you and all of our uh, Alabama football fans. Uh, and Auburn
1: too. I mean, they pulled a big upset. So yeah, that was but,
0: good for them. Well, okay, fine. But uh, It was. Know, yeah, but uh, Alabama ain't going to lose to Auburn uh, well, in that uh, last game. Well,
1: you never know. No. It
0: ain't going to happen. Not the not the team Iron I saw. Bowl
1: <laughs> is something else. Not
0: not the not the team I saw last night is going to I know the <laughs> Iron Bowl is a different can of worms, it is. but um not the team that we saw last night. Of course, again, this is a very crazy season. And by the way, speaking of the SEC, I said last week that I, I had a new least favorite team, which was Ole Miss, not just because they were going to screw up everything if they won out, uh, not just for Alabama, but for everybody. I mean, if, if, if Ole Miss had won out, it would have caused massive chaos in the college football playoff situation. But I, I hate them because the, the weenie PC students there voted yeah. to not fly the the state flag of mississippi because it has a little bit of the confederate flag in it now that i thought was as pc as it gets in the sec football realm but the, the university of missouri is now zooming past them have you heard about this <laughs> yeah i mean this is insane <laughs> This, we're going to talk more about this later on in the show, but just I have to just state this off the top. I'm actually amazed that what's happening at the University of Missouri is not getting more publicity so far. Uh, because right now what is being threatened is that the entire team is going to boycott the rest of the season because one guy is on a hunger strike because one guy allegedly had some nasty things that could have been racially tinged said to him. I mean, I, 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 this is insane. This is. I ins- haven't
1: really paid attention to Missouri. Have they had a decent team? Because maybe now, that's why it's not getting played. Well,
0: in the last few years, they've been tremendous. This year, they're not as good. But, no. I, I mean, I, I've read a half dozen articles on this black player strike at the University of Missouri. I still can't figure out what their grievance is. I, I mean, they it just shows to me what a bunch of weenies this generation is. So, I mean, you got to consider all the real hardships that, that for instance, black players endured uh, in, in all elements of the of the country, but especially in the South. Missouri's not in the South, sure. but they're in the SEC. You consider the real hardships that black players suffered in, in the 60s and the 70s, and, and you can compare that to what these weenies are sh- going to strike over? You, you know
1: we're on racial overload uh, now. Uh, it's uh, almost like it doesn't even and hit their th- the radar. And
0: their threat is their threat is unless the president of the university is fired, we're not <laughs> we're not playing. And by the way, they're probably going to get their way because it's all the money. I, well, it, not just that because the president. You know, is it's a p it's a university, so it's inherently PC. So if black people are complaining, we know they're right. It's inherent. We don't even have to worry about facts, details, logic. Black people are complaining on Moss. They must be right. And so, therefore, no matter what their demands are, we must meet them. I, it's 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 utterly insane. It, I, we are we we have left the gravitational pull of the rational Earth, and um, you know we'll talk a little bit more about Missouri later on in the program because there was an, a fake hate crime uh, here in California that the the media get out
1: that never happens. I know happened,
0: all these hate crimes are fake, almost all of them. Uh, but this one is being covered up in a particularly sleazy way by the school and by the news media. We'll talk about that as well. But when we come back. Um, Often I refer to this program as a three hour weekly therapy session with my good friend Leah Brandon. Uh, and it's uh, going to be part of that this week. This is going to be partly that this week because I've got to get some uh, stuff off my chest about a number of news topics, including what's going on with Ben Carson, uh, which we'll talk about when we return on the John and Leah show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah show. My name is John Ziegler. I broadcast from just outside of Los Angeles. My co-host is Leah Brandon. She does so from Birmingham, Alabama, where they're very happy this weekend with the results of uh, the college football uh, game between Alabama and LSU, as well as... Old Miss in Arkansas, each and every week we take a look at the news of the week and specifically at some point in every program, we look at the race for the White House 2016. We're going to lead our program with that this week and specifically what's going on with the race for the GOP nomination because some very interesting and to me very frustrating things have been going on with Ben Carson, the alleged co-frontrunner in the GOP race. Uh, Because uh, there's now speculation and there have been some some reports indicating that Ben Carson may have a Brian Williams problem. Leah, tell us about that. (laughs) Well, it appears...
1: That a coordinated media attack Uh-oh, unfolded what, on <laughs> Friday against Ben Carson. I see
0: where we're going with this. Okay, this is going <laughs> to get ugly. All right, go ahead. Well,
1: first, a Politico report claimed that Carson fabricated a story from his youth about being offered a full scholarship to attend West Point. Also, at the same time, a report from CNN questioned whether he embellished tales of his violent upbringing in Detroit. In fact, CNN sent a team to investigate nine of his former friends and neighbors. No one could corroborate the story, and so they basically assumed he was lying. Carson is now thanking what he calls the biased media for bringing in $3.5 million to his campaign in just the last week.
0: All right, and so is that all you got right now? That's it. Okay. <laughs> okay I've got good.
1: some sound, but I'm going to wait and play yours that well, you want. Well, well
0: let's, <laughs> do you have the clip of uh, Carson ripping uh, the media in his press conference?
2: I do. Uh,
0: about uh, their lack of vetting of Barack Obama. I'd like to hear that.
2: Okay, here we go. I do not remember this level of scrutiny for one president, Barack Obama, when he was running. In fact, I remember just the opposite. I remember people just, oh, well, we won't really talk about that. We won't talk about that relationship. Well, Frank Marshall Davis, well, we don't want to talk about that. Uh, Bernadine Dorn, Bill Ayers, well, you know, he didn't really know him. You know, all the things that Jeremiah Wright was saying, eh, not a big problem. Goes to, to Occidental College, doesn't do all that well, and somehow ends up at Columbia University, Know. His records are still. Why is his records still? Why are you guys not interested in why his records are still? Why are you not interested in that? Let me ask that. Can somebody tell me why, why please? I'm asking you why they're why it's still. But, 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 no, 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 no don't, don't, I don't change. it, I'm asking you. Will someone? You some people will someone tell, tell me, please, why? why you have not investigated that? I want to know. Why are you Why? Because I want to know. You should want to know too. What? The president, of the, Wait a minute. Hold on one minute. One second here. Now you're saying that something that happened with the words a scholarship was offered is a big deal, but the President of the United States his academic records being sealed is not. Well, you tell mean, me. You, wait a minute. Tell me how. Tell me how there. Tell me how there's equivalency there. It you doesn't matter where it is. Or tell me how. That is a silly argument. Tell, tell me how there's equivalence there. Tell me how there is equivalence there. Tell me somebody, please. Because you see, what you're not going to find with me is somebody who's just going to sit back and let you be completely unfair without letting the American people know what's going on.
0: All right. Now, that was a. Th- A 10. That was an absolute 10 on Ben Carson's part, Uh, both politically as well as just from a flat-out truth standpoint, because he's 100% accurate. And I know know this better than anybody because I made a movie about the 2008 election. (laughs) That's correct. Called Media Malpractice, How Obama Got Elected. He is 1,000% accurate that there was a, a complete lack of interest in anything that would have torn apart the incredibly fragile House of Cards life narrative of Barack Obama, all right? So yeah. he's he's dead right, and politically, this was exactly the right note for him to play, 100%. Now... Let me also stipulate, because I need to stipulate a few things here. Nobody hates the news media more than I do. I'm on record. I made three documentary films about stories where the news media completely blew it. If you were aware of this last week, you know about the press conference I held in State College last week (laughs) where I tore the news media a new one, called them jackals, and accused them of killing Joe Paterno. Nobody hates the news media more than I do. Nobody Nobody is more willing to believe that the news media can blow it than I do. All right, I presume incompetence by the, and bias on the part of the news media. All that stipulated. Let me also stipulate, I like Ben Carson, I, I think it's great that he's running for president. He seems like a very interesting and intelligent guy. Let me also stipulate, I think this is the last one, <laughs> let me also stipulate that the issue of the West Point scholarship offer is not in and of itself a disqualifier. To be president. And if it was done by Barack Obama, if the exact same thing was said by Barack Obama,
1: we wouldn't— Nothing would be said. It would be
0: complete and total. That would be the (laughs) news media coverage, okay? That would be it. And that's not hyperbole. That's a fact, all right? There is absolutely zero—we already know— about the double standard because look at what Hillary Clinton has said in this exactly. realm about being under fire in Tusla and and uh, being named for people who weren't even famous when she was born. <laughs> I mean, so there's an obvious and clear double standard. Now, with all that stipulation out of the way, Ben Carson lied about West Point. And I know you're not going to like to hear that, but he lied. And I know and I've been battling with people on Twitter and Facebook all week long who are Ben Carson fans Who say, no, no, John, no, 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 you need to understand. No, 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 don't tell me I need to understand anything. All right? First of all, the best argument Ben Carson has is that he doesn't understand, as someone who's running for commander in chief, that everybody who gains admission to West Point gets a quote unquote full scholarship. By the way, that's his best argument, Leah. I'm sorry. That's troubling. I knew that when I was nine years old when I went to my first Army-Navy game in Philadelphia. That is absurdity that someone running for president doesn't know that West Point is free if you get in. It's also an absurdity that, that someone running for president doesn't understand that you don't get admission granted to you in a conversation at a cocktail party at West Point. And and that is is an absolute insult to anybody who's ever gone through the process and gained actual admission. You have to go through a rigorous application process, which includes medical tests, physical tests, interviews, and and, uh, basically an entire vetting of your life, which Ben Carson didn't even go through. And yet he claimed numerous times, I got a full scholarship offer from West Point. He knew that. If he didn't know that's a lie, then that's a disqualifier. Okay, all right. Okay. All right. All right, hold on. Wow. We'll, we'll let you get your response when we come back. My name is John Ziegler. She's we Leah. To go get I, some oxygen. I told you this was going to be a therapy session
1: Good today. Gosh, it's not that important. Uh,
0: uh, <laughs> <John and> Leah <laughs> showing. Calm we... down.
1: Nobody died. Nobody died.
0: Free Speech Broadcasting Network. <laughs> Welcome back. This is the John and Leah show heard on 20 different stations across the nation. Our website is www.freespeechbroadcasting.com. You can check out each and every one of the uh, 20 markets in which the John and Leah show is heard live. You can also check out our podcasts from previous programs from the last several months. That's freespeechbroadcasting.com. Talking right now about the race to the White House 2016, as we do each and every week for at least part of the program, and specifically what's been going on with Ben Carson, which has been the big story over the last couple of days. Does he have a Brian Williams problem? And the, the, the biggest issue, and although, Leah, later on I'm going to explain why this is the greatest thing that could have happened in the short run for Ben Carson, that of all of the potential Brian Williams issues, that this West Point one comes up first because it's the weakest. Even though I you know, I'm rather exercised that people don't understand why it is a deception on his part and why it's an important deception, it's nowhere near – As significant as some others that are no longer getting as much attention as they should because of this Politico story, which totally overplayed their hand. What Politico did to Ben Carson was outrageous, claiming in the headline at first, although they had to change it later. that Admits he fabricated a story. But that was the best thing that could have happened to Ben Carson. Because as we always say on this program, liberals always, 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 always overplay their hand.
1: They can't help it.
0: And they completely (laughs) overplayed their hand on this West Point story. But just to finish off the West Point story and to give you a chance uh, to have your piece on this, here's a clip, uh, a very short clip, of Ben Carson on Charlie Rose. Now, he's, he's mentioned this many times. He's in his book and he's mentioned on Facebook recently. But here it was a couple weeks ago in an interview with Charlie Rose referencing the full scholarship offer he rejected from West Point.
2: I was offered a full scholarship to West Point, got to meet General Westmoreland, go to Congressional Medal of Honor dinners, uh, but decide really my pathway would be medicine.
0: Now, I realize that Carson fans and his friends in the conservative media who seem to want to rally around him, they didn't do this for Sarah Palin, uh, but they are doing it for Ben Carson for whatever reason right now. Uh, They, they want to spin this. Oh no, no, that's not a lie. No, no, no. You need to understand, you know what he really meant there. Well, wait, no, 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 no. There's no ambiguity about what the implication there is. If you're saying you're offered a full scholarship to a, a military academy that's free, that means that you got admitted. And in order to get admitted, <laughs> you have to at least apply. And Carson didn't apply. And so I believe, again, this is not a huge deal. And for a Democrat, this would be a non-deal, complete non-deal. I get it. Total double standard. But that doesn't mean, see, Leah, it, two things can be happening at once the media can be unfair inaccurate and biased and ben carson can still have a significant brian williams problem are you following me here yeah i don't think that's what it is and why don't you well
1: you know the whole uh you know offered a full scholarship i find it highly plausible that back in the day it would have looked really good to have this person oh, I, at west point of
0: course no wait, wait i'm not 90. and
1: now hold on a minute now hold on a minute because he says i decided to go in a different direction medicine right he never said he admit he applied wait,
0: wait, 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 you're, if you're off you can't be offered why falls, not be- general westmoreland uh, uh, of course he can get you uh, in no 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 wait hold on hold on a second first of all general westmoreland was not, well, he was a powerful guy, was not involved in the actual process of determining who gets into West Point and who does not. Let me give you an example or an analogy, all right? Uh, you know, getting into West Point is a far bigger and more rigorous deal than what I'm going to give you an analogy for, but I think it'll make my point. You know, my father has been on virtually every board at my alma mater, Georgetown University, I, and I interview kids to this day to get in to Georgetown University. Now, it, it would hardly be a stretch, and in fact, I'm sure this has happened at some point, where if a, a very uh, established and, and high-achievement black kid who was poor – came to uh, within my yes. midst, we would say, yes. you know what? Let You You should apply to Georgetown. I think we can help you get get you in, and there probably is going to be a scholarship because I know the way Georgetown loves diversity. Exactly. And, and I, so I, I know the way, the lay of the land. I'm not offering it to him. I'm saying, hey, this is a good idea. Maybe you should try this. There's a good chance this will happen for you. Now, if that person later says, you know what, uh, John, or to my dad, uh, I, I appreciate you you uh, thinking of me on this, but I'm, I'm not going to apply. That's fine, but years later, they don't get to claim they were offered a full scholarship at Georgetown, and they certainly don't get to claim if they're running for president that they got offered a full scholarship to West-frickin-Point because that has significance in a in a presidential election where you're trying to be commander in chief because it implies that west point the most prestigious military academy in the world has vetted you at some point in your life now it's interesting because politico while they blew the story they're still not giving up they they claim now that they have found audio of westmoreland making the offer to Ben Carson all these years <laughs> ago. Um, and, when, and so here Politico has exclusively released no, audio. Come on. No, Are you my pal, Mr. Scholarship Winner? That was when Miss Moreland offered to Carson, and Carson turned him down, and... You
2: shouldn't want that scholarship, do you? I guess I don't. I guess you don't. I guess you don't.
0: There it is. So there's the proof right there. It might sound like Caddyshack, but um, it could have been with and Carson, as far as we know. Uh, so Politico has not given up on this. Now, here's why um, this is important. All right. Again, I want to emphasize for the fifth time, if this was a Democrat, no big deal. The rules of course are, not. The, the rules are different for conservatives. But here's why. It, first of all, the truth matters. And I'm somebody, I don't. unlike the rest of the conservative media, I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. Because that, that's what everybody else in the conservative media is doing on this story. Oh, we don't want to offend uh, 20 to 25% of the base who really loves Ben Carson. So we're going to pretend that Carson doesn't have a massive problem. And I at first thought that the massive problem was simply his ego. He's a surgeon. Right. So surgeons have massive egos. It's inherent. And so I thought when it was just, you know, when we're just talking about West Point, I thought, well, here's a guy who thinks someone says to him in power like Westmoreland. Hey, have you ever thought about going to West Point? And he thinks he just got offered a full scholarship because that's the way his ego well, it is works. free to get in. Right. Exactly. Well, he, he doesn't apparently know that, which is another issue. So there's right. your scholarship. All right. So anyway, the, here's the point, though. That would be somewhat troubling. Just if it was a big ego thing. I don't think that's what's happening with Ben Carson. I think we got a full-fledged Brian Williams problem. And I think he's damn lucky that this West Point thing is the one that's being focused on. And I'll explain why when we come back on the John and Leah show right here on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. We continue our look, our weekly look, at the race for the White House 2016, taking a peek at what's been going on this week in a very eventful week of news with regard to the race for the GOP nomination, specifically with regard to Ben Carson and whether or not he has a Brian Williams problem. And uh, Leah, as I mentioned in the last segment, I'm of the very strong belief that while it's going to be temporary, and I'll explain why momentarily. The way this whole thing went down was as good as it could possibly have been for Ben Carson. One, because the one that, got, that broke out of the media clutter, the West Point story, is ambiguous enough for his fans to hold on to the belief that this was not a lie and that this is a media attack. And now conservatives have become like Pavlov's dog (laughs) post-Palin and and post-other episodes where automatically we, we rush to defend anybody, especially a conservative black guy, who's attacked by the news media. And I understand that. I get it. Well,
1: I mean, but this was just over the top. Well I mean they lied about lied. what Carson said.
0: I agree. No, and that's that's the other part of why it went perfectly well for, for Carson, because when Politico overstepped and over punted their coverage and lied in the headline, claiming that the, the Carson campaign had acknowledged fabricating which oh is gosh. which is just absurd. It was and then a, admitted it was right. false. And, right, they had to change the headline. So right there That's more than enough. That's more than enough for the Carson fans to go, see, see, our guy's not a liar. He's not Brian Williams. But here's the other part of this that really helps uh, Ben Carson temporarily, and that is that it now creates a stench in his supporters' minds over all these other stories that I think are far less ambiguous and far more troubling because the Magic belt buckle story and the I'm the most honest guy at Yale story. Have you been following those, Leah? Well, uh, the belt buckle uh doesn't bother
1: me as much as the honest at Yale story. All
0: right, well, let's deal with them in order. Let's go magic belt buckle first, all right? Well, I mean,
1: you know, he missed No, no,
0: no, no. No, no, no. The the, the magic belt buckle story is bull crap, all right? Oh, well. No, no. Here's, Here's the magic belt buckle story. Allegedly, Ben Carson claims that at the age of 14, he tried to stab either a friend or a relative. That has changed. Um... and as he tried to stab him, the knife hit a belt buckle and broke, thus saving Ben Carson's life, because if he had stabbed the guy and killed him, he'd be in jail right now. Now, there's several problems. First of all, first of all, explain to me how a knife hits a belt buckle and breaks when the guy you know, is somebody else is on the other end allegedly trying to move away from you? I, that seems to me to be a stretch. But let's 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 pretend that actually happened. Now we have the problem of who is this person? We have a name, believe it or not. We have a name. You know what the name is? Not making this up. Ben Carson says the name of this person is Bob. <laughs> Bob! Well, I wouldn't say it either. Bob! Bob! By the way, how many black guys go by Bob? They all go by Robert, but okay, fine. I don't, I'm not it,
1: sure it, he it, said it was a black guy, but now he's not, saying it's family not, members, so maybe it is.
0: No, no. Yeah, it's a black guy because in, here's, where, here's why we know the story is bullcrap. Because there's a movie made about Ben Carson that, according to the movie makers, Ben Carson was heard on every scene. He had, he had, he had a say in everything that happened. And the stabbing is depicted in the movie. And the knife being busted by the belt buckle ain't in it. It ain't in it. The stabbing is, but the knife and the belt bu- magic belt buckle ain't in the movie. And it is a black guy. All right now, and here's the other problem. So we got we got a shifting person who this is, whether it's a friend or a relative. We got a name Bob. We got a knife that sometimes breaks off, but doesn't in the movie. And 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 he and his Carson's story is he knows who it is he wants to protect their identity in fact he mentioned this at the press conference how many of you are are good are, if i say who this is aren't going to immediately track him down which is exactly. a fair, but but hold on a second who cares the guy who if this happened the guy who he tried to stab has no culpability he's the one who got stabbed so who, why wouldn't he come forward it's not like he's acknowledging a crime well, it, it, he's the guy who got stabbed. So that makes no sense. It only I don't, it, it, they're
1: just like you called them jackals. No, no, I, look, I'm not serving look, someone up on a plate to look, them.
0: I, And that you know what? And that's why it's a brilliant counterattack by Carson. Let's not talk about the facts of the story. Let's rely on my supporters mistrust of the news media, which is well placed. Carson's brilliant. He's a smart guy. And that's why he went after Obama in that press conference and why he said, I don't trust you media jackals. (laughs) <laughs> paraphrasing, with the identity of Bob. That was brilliant.
1: You no, know, I, don't, I really wouldn't trust him. True right. story or not, okay. I wouldn't serve up anyone. So the
0: belt buckle story is bullcrap. And we know the belt buckle story is bullcrap because he told another bullcrap story about, which I don't even understand. I, I really don't even understand how this story deals allegedly with honesty, but it involves Carson being the only person in a 150 person class at Yale who stuck around to take a, re, a retest of an exam after the professor said the first exam all got lost in a fire, which, of course, is bizarre on its face. Okay, fine. But here's the problem with that. So Supposedly, he got his picture taken in the newspaper. No record of that. According to the Wall Street Journal, they can't find a record of any of this. But most importantly... Now that the story has become national news in the Wall Street Journal, you mean to tell me that that one person out of 150 Yale students who is still alive, let's say at least 125 of them are still alive, not one of them saw the story and goes, oh, yeah, I remember that. I can vouch for that. Not one, not one no. Well, I don't, I don't know because
1: this story is just now coming out.
0: Okay, but I'm, I'm predicting that in, okay. th- in three days, when, when no one, there will be no one who will come forward to go. Oh yeah, I remember that. It was crazy. Carson was the only one who stuck in there and took the retest because we all thought it was bullcrap. Uh, not to mention, now you had indicated that you had a problem with. Why, why did you have a problem with the story?
1: Because the class didn't exist.
0: Well, he now he tweeted out or Facebooked a um, some evidence that the that the course did exist, but as far as I could tell, because the Wall
1: Street Journal
0: said it didn't see. Now, but hold on a second. Let me finish. What what Carson provided, which again is perfect for his fan base, because <laughs> all he needs all he needs is anything that that makes it look like the news media didn't do their job, and his fans go, see, see, our guy's not Brian Williams. <laughs> He he put out a, a, a link that indicated that the course did exist, but it, there's no evidence in that link that it existed back when Carson was going to school there. Right, so,
1: that's what I'm saying.
0: So so, but it's see, our side is now so jaundiced against the news media. As I mean,
1: well, we should be
0: absolutely. I understand that, but we've lost our minds. I mean, we we are willing to believe anything. So, but here's here's, there's a totality issue here when you look at the totality of what's going on to me i'm now i think carson has lost all benefit of the doubt and let me tell you what the, the coup de grace for me was uh although that's probably not the right phrase because this happened before these stories started to become noteworthy but it, I, it was in my memory bank you know what my, my how my memory is and when yeah. some when something doesn't make sense it sticks in my brain and i go all right, I need to file that one away because <laughs> because there's something wrong I'm here. I'm going to
1: use it one day.
0: Well, do you remember in the last debate, in the CNBC debate, do you remember when the candidates got asked the question, what's your greatest weakness? Do you remember this?
1: I do. That was the very first question out right. the gate because they wanted to paint them as stupid.
0: Right. Any recollection of what Ben Carson said?
1: I don't remember what he said.
0: What he said was fascinating. What he said was, my greatest weakness is that I never realized that I was going to run for president until recently when the American public told me that I should. Okay, there you go. And that, I
1: immediately said— So therefore, I've been telling lies all along, and now I'm going to be busted.
0: Ding, ding, ding. That's how I now—I think that was a pseudo-confession on Ben Carson's part. I think that's a guy who, at this time, because these stories don't happen overnight. The campaign knows people are starting to question this, right? Behind the scenes. They know this. So he knows their storm clouds are brewing. And he's like, Damn. I really wish I hadn't told the belt buckle story. And damn, I really I really didn't need to exaggerate that whole thing that happened at Yale. And I really didn't need to, to claim that I had hit a bunch of white kids during a riot in high school, because that didn't happen either. Um, so that to me was the moment where I go, oh, so Carson's been saying stuff, never dreaming in a million years he was gonna be running for president. And now he knows it's all going to come back to haunt him. And it will come back to haunt him, only it's going to take some time. And it's going to take some time largely because our side is so cynical, rightfully so, about the news media that they don't trust anything. And
1: because- I mean, look, when Politico is trying to expose a lie that he told, they
0: lie. I so under- it's like... <laughs> I understand. And you also have the conservative media rallying around Carson because they're afraid of offending their audience. So you, gotta, you have a situation that's similar to the Herman Cain situation. Remember Herman Cain... When when he started to implode, it took a little while. At first, there was a rally around... the the flag type of deal and if you recall i've told the story many times where i actually went to an event here in los angeles the one of the the night that Gloria allred held her press conference with all the the women with their attacks on carson and he got a standing ovation and and ended the event by telling me because i asked the question i asked him how are you going to possibly beat barack obama and kane says i'll tell you how you beat obama You beat Obama with a cane, with a cane, with a cane. And people were screaming and cheering and standing. I'm like, oh, my God. I am embarrassed to be a conservative. And so now we have this bizarre situation where Ben Carson, the best thing that could happen to Ben Carson. How about this? is if he can find somebody that will verify he once tried to kill somebody. That's where we are in this crazy campaign. (laughs) Hour number two of the John and Leah show coming up next on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. (laughs)